0: hi there and thank you for tuning into the social circus where every week we dive into a variety of topics covering social media mindset and how to run your business i hope that you enjoyed today's episode hello there and welcome to episode 44 of the social circus my name is sarah thompson and i am your host each and every week as we tune in, catch up and listen to all of the latest that's going on in the world of social media and digital marketing, which I think can only be described as a social circus. Uh, I try and tune in with you. Regular guests are going to help you move the needle on your business as well as solo episodes from myself where I'm going to chat to you about what I think is hot, exciting, new, interesting, or scary. So this week I am doing a solo episode and I'm going to be talking to you about the importance of list building. Now, if you are just starting out in business or if you haven't started doing any email marketing in your business, I'm going to make sure you get lots of value from today's episode. Now, I've been in business for over a decade and I'll be really transparent when I talk about email marketing and say that I did it very early in my business. I then committed to some really expensive software and um, I was I, I just kind of discontinued working with that and I lost my list. And it's only about three or four years ago that I actively started to build my list in my business. So I want you to hear that because I think that it's really easy to look at other people and imagine that they are way ahead in their business journey than you, and that they all had all their ducks in a row from day one and that you wish you had done that and know that I didn't (laughs) and that everything didn't go smoothly along my journey with list building. So when I talk about email marketing, What I'm actually talking about is having a list of subscribers or email addresses of fans, potential customers and leads. Now we use that list, um, which is why we call it a list. So it's a list of email subscribers and we use that to communicate with people who are interested in hearing from us. Now it is really important that you have one of these in your business. And if you don't have one, a great place to start is to take your existing customers, um, which you may have in like your gmail or your outlook or something like that pop them into something like an excel spreadsheet and start growing it that way because remember those people are already what we would call warm leads because they have worked with you they know who you are so if you are just starting out i'm hopeful that you won't have to start at zero that you maybe have a couple of dozen people that you can pop on your list now i will say this to you and please hear it when it comes to email marketing It is something that you want to do as a consistent marketing activity now how often you do it or how frequently you do it is really up to you but i do say to people my preference is that you do it at least once a month and this is because you want to keep in touch with your customers to make sure that they know who you are that they haven't forgotten you so if you kind of decide you want to do it once a quarter you're likely to pop into someone's inbox and they may have forgotten who you are. And that really negates the purpose of having an email list to keep in touch with people and sort of grow that connection with them so keep in mind that once you start this as a marketing activity you need to be committed to it to continue to grow and for it to become an effective tool in your business so think about um, how you can have capacity for that because with email marketing it is definitely something that i consider to be some of my most important marketing activities and I am very much committed to it in my business. So I email my list every single week. However, I'm in a space that's very fast moving. There are lots of changes, and I like to communicate with people regularly to give them ideas, tips. I always let them know about my latest podcast episodes. So for me, being committed to that weekly newsletter has been something very important to my business. But I want you to just start, and I want you to be committed to doing it, preferably once a month. If you think you could do more, great but give yourself a a sort of benchmark on why you should be doing it. Now, I know that in my area in digital marketing, lots of people have different views about what's hot, what's working, what's not. Is this dead? Is this still working? And I want to say to you that email marketing continues to be one of the most effective marketing tools that we as small business owners have. And the reason for that is really, really simple. When you commit to growing your email list and actually using it as a tool, as part of your marketing. It is something that you get to control. It is something where you are in the driver's seat and you get to determine how often you show up to your audience, how you communicate, that kind of thing. And the reason that's so different to a lot of the other digital marketing that we do is because when we are on social media, make no mistake, we do not control those platforms. All social media are sandboxes that we get to play in at the leisure of those platforms. So if Facebook decided tomorrow to make it, if you wanted a business Facebook page, you had to pay for it. Would you be prepared to do that? Do you think it would have value to your business if Instagram vanished off the face of the earth, which I'm sure it won't, but if it did, what would that mean to your business? So whilst most people know me as being a sort of social media expert, My biggest assets in my business are my email list and my website. And the reason for that is simple. I get to control both of those assets. So I own them. I manage them and I am in the driver's seat and I get to say how things happen. So it's really important to think about your social media and your fan base. There is incredibly fickle. And we have seen over the last few years, some really hectic times on social media platforms. We have seen things like Facebook, um, you know, deleting and blocking accounts and particularly pages in Australia. We saw them do that to news media outlets, which was devastating. We've also seen social media platforms go offline for um, significant chunks of time, um, which again, if that's how you're communicating with your audience, what would that mean if that platform was no longer there? We also know that on social media, our reach is declining. So the algorithm is trying to make um, the user experience really interesting. And so our content may simply have dropped out of the newsfeed of our audience. So all this makes it really hard for us to connect with our audience. And this is why I love email marketing. I think it's really personal, but without being intrusive. So um, I consider things that are intrusive marketing to be things like text message marketing. I find that, I'm not a fan of it. I know that people use it really effectively. Um, I don't love it. Um, And I only want email and text marketing from businesses that I'm really connected with because um, they know that I'm a regular customer and I might like to hear from them. When I just get email, like text marketed from randoms like um, my supermarket or something, it's like, come on, this is too much. I find it just too much for myself. Whereas email marketing lands in people's inbox. And remember our inbox is far less cluttered than our social media news feed. So people always say, oh, email marketing is dead because people just delete it or it goes into the promotions folder if you use Gmail or something like that. I would absolutely disagree with that because personally I use it really effectively to make sales in my business, to connect and grow my audience. But what we also know is that whilst it might not land right at the top of someone's inbox, we know that our audience as small business owners or who, what your audience is, Are getting significantly less emails than us trying to compete with everybody else on social media platforms so this is your opportunity to get up close and personal with your audience so do not discount email marketing as something that is dead in the water is something that is passe and irrelevant because you will really be missing a trick to grow your business and to connect with your audience in a way that you simply cannot do when it comes to social media platforms. So I hope that kind of inspires you to get started. Now, remember getting started is the most important thing. And if you have a small list, so potentially if you just grabbed you know, your customers or leads that you had through your email marketing, if it's a small list, I want you to imagine that you're emailing thousands of people because it can feel if you're marketing to like sending out an, a newsletter to 10 people, it can feel like, well, that's a lot of work that's not really paying off. But if you keep emailing them, keep being consistent, your audience is going to start to grow that connection with you. And it's not simply about the numbers on your list. So like all things in business, numbers are important, but they're not the only uh, defining factor. So with social media, we often hear people say that social media fans or followers are a vanity metric. And yes, to some extent they are, but if you don't have any fans or followers. It tells people funny things about your business, but it also means that people won't see your content. So you definitely need followers you need, I think you need about a thousand to get good traction on um, the main platforms like Instagram and Facebook. So they are important. Um, once you get sort of beyond that, it's, it's all about making sure those people are engaged and seeing your content. And the same is absolutely true when it comes to email marketing. There is no point in having an enormous list if those people that are on your list are not interested in you and your business. So this means that they have got on there and they're not really connected to who you are and what it is that you do. So keep in mind that we want to grow our list, but we want to grow it in a way that adds people to our list who we think are potential customers. So with that in mind, what you should be doing is using what we call list building strategies. Now these are simply about putting something in front of your audience that will entice them to come and join your email list and be in regular contact with you. Now there are so many strategies to help you with list building. The simplest one is really to start putting yourself out there on social media is a great place to start and let people know that you have a newsletter and let people know what it is that you share. So for example, you could say, I send out a newsletter every month and I make sure I put in the latest news on what's going on in my industry, some hot tips to help you save you time and money. Remember, people love those kind of things. So you can entice people onto that with the thought that they're going to get some value from hearing from you. So that is a starting point. You can then elevate your list building efforts by giving people the chance to opt in because you're going to give them something in exchange for that. So they will give you their email address And in exchange, you are going to give them something for free. Now in business, this is generally called a lead magnet. Now a lead magnet can take many forms. It can be an ebook. It can be a video tutorial. It can be a checklist. It can be so many different things. But what you want to think about with that lead magnet is who are your audience and what is going to help them right now and get them a little bit warmed up to some of the offers that you might have coming down the track. So it is really, really important that you create a lead magnet that leads people into your business and particularly into the products or services that you sell. So trust me when I say you don't always get this right. Um, (laughs) I've created and I'll share with you a lead magnet in my business because I work with so many clients who want their Facebook ads to be outsourced. And I teach people how to do their ads themselves. So it's not really my zone of genius, but I've worked in ad agencies. I work very closely with big agencies for some of my clients. So I have a really good understanding of what that looks like. So I created a checklist on questions to ask, what to get your head around when it comes to outsourcing your Facebook ads to an agency. It is a brilliant resource, I don't think I'm allowed to say that, but it is completely useless to my business because I'm providing a resource to people who want to outsource their ads. And in my business, I teach people how to do their ads themselves. So you can see how whilst you can create a really great lead magnet, it doesn't necessarily lead people into your business. So if you're going to do that, that's okay. But you're probably going to have the wrong kind of people on your list because they're not going to be primed to buy from you. So please give some thought when you're creating that lead magnet or that opt in about what your customer journey will look like in your business and be really clear on where you would like them to go and how you would like them to interact with you. And also don't be afraid to test things. I have had probably a couple of dozen lead magnets over the years. There are a couple that work particularly well and others that have been little dogs that have been really difficult (laughs) and really struggled to get signups. And I create things that I think are really good and sometimes they just don't perform as well as I would like. So the key to it is testing, testing, testing putting it out to your audience, see what they respond to. If they're not loving it, maybe rework the title, rework the content, or it's a new proposition. And none of that is an indication that you have failed. It is just an indication that you are learning and growing. And that's really, really important in all aspects of marketing in our business. So I want you to keep that in mind that that's exactly what we want to be doing is learning and growing all the time. So when it comes to your email marketing, remember, You want to be consistent with it regardless of how many people are on your list, whether it's 10 or 10,000, the key is to keep showing up being consistent and giving great value. So you can do this in lots of different ways. You can be creating content on social media that you could then share again on your email and you could say, Hey, if you missed this post, I gave some great tips. You can do things that create more content, like videos on your YouTube channel, Things like a podcast we know are great free content for people. They allow you to give lots of tips and help so that your audience understands where you sit in the market in terms of your expertise and understanding. So, you know, don't be overwhelmed with the fact that you think you need to write a really long newsletter or that it needs to cover off lots and lots of points Um, that has certainly evolved in the time that I've been in digital marketing It's become much less onerous with your newsletter in terms of what you need to include in it. It has become much easier for us to communicate with people. There is so much great software out there that you can try. But what I really want to say to you is that it is so important that you start your list building efforts in your business. And whether that's something really simple, like putting up a couple of posts saying, hey, did you know I send out a monthly newsletter with free tips? If you're not getting it, here's a little sign up form. Pop your name on my list. That is a very simple way to start. And remember, we want to be promoting this everywhere that we show up. So if you go to in-person networking events regularly and people know you, make sure you let them know about your regular newsletters or regular emails. If you have an email signature, pop it in there and say, did you know you can get free tips off me hot into your inbox? Sign up here. So there's lots of ways that you can do them. I again use my website as a really strong tool. I have lots of opportunities for people to sign up on my website to my email list. And if you go to my website and have a look, I actually have different lead magnet tools on there so that it will appeal to different people at different points in their business. But what's really important is I'm giving people lots of opportunities to come and join my list, and that's exactly what we want. Now, I know that just to sort of wrap up, Email marketing does have like all marketing, a little sniff of mindset in it. And our mindset can be really troublesome when it comes to email marketing, because we can tell ourselves myths. Like we can say, um, I'm going to annoy people if I email them all the time. Um, I'm going to upset potential clients who might've worked with me and now they don't want to work with me because they feel like I'm too salesy. Okay that you might also think things like, am I emailing people too often? Do people go off me and don't want to hear from me? Am I, you know, am I causing more clutter in people's inboxes? Am I adding to their busyness and their overwhelm? Now, remember, um, aside from people you might've put on your list, like your customers who should already like you, the people who have opted into your newsletter list opted in because they wanted to hear from you. They wanted to know what you had going on in your business. Potentially they wanted to know about your offers, but they definitely wanted to hear from you. So you really need to quiet those little mind monkeys that are telling you things like, I don't want to be annoying. I don't want to email people too often. I don't want to upset people because remember, we want to hear from you because that's why we opted in. And if you hit my inbox and it's too much, (laughs) I know how to handle it. I can sit it there unread. I can delete it. I can move it to a read later folder. There are lots of things that I can do personally that mean that your email landing in my inbox is not going to offend me. All right. So keep that in mind that your audience is well versed in how to manage their inbox. And if it gets too much, they know how to opt out and unsubscribe. They know how to move your emails into a place that's more manageable for them. You are not responsible for their inbox overwhelm. You are responsible for doing what you said you would do. And that's keeping in touch with them regularly, giving them lots of great reasons to open your newsletters and ultimately giving them lots of great options to buy from you. So I really hope that you feel inspired to start with your email marketing and particularly start with your list building. I want to just close by saying that my list building efforts and email marketing efforts have transformed my business. I have been really heavily focused on them for the last three years since I launched my first digital course in February 2020. Now, in that time, I have worked so hard to grow my list because I know that that is how I can stay connected with my audience. It is how I can show value. It's how I can share all of the free content that I create. And best of all it is how I can sell to people who I know want to hear from me and are interested in what it is that i have to sell so i hope that this after today's episode you're going to head out and start your list building efforts i'm really excited to hear how you get on and i know that it is going to transform your business so good luck with all of that and i look forward to chatting with you the same time next week on the social circus thanks so much for tuning in to the social circus